Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Kim Akrig and we are talking about how to combine the metaphysical and the physical and manifest the business of your dreams. If you want to learn how to combine the woo and the work ethic, strategy and manifestation, stay tuned. This is for you. So I don't know about you, but when I was learning about astrology, I remember feeling really overwhelmed because there's all the planets, all the signs, all these things interacting together. And it wasn't only about how those things were interacting in your chart. It was also how like the daily energies of the planets was showing up in your life and affecting your life. And I'm sure most of us are aware of Mercury retrograde at this point, but Mercury is not the only planet that can go into retrograde. All of the planets can go into retrograde. And so I found it really helpful helpful with the magic of eye planner it tells you day to day what's going on in the sky it's telling you what the moon is doing it's telling you what phase it's in it and it also has the optimum times life guide where basically every single day they give you insight onto the energy of the day and how you can best work with it so you're not basically trying to push shit up a hill and doing something in the wrong time and making your life basically way more difficult for yourself and it doesn't only have information about a astrology this year they've added a whole new section to it where they're talking about how to combine medicinal mushrooms with the energy of the planets which i absolutely love because medicinal mushrooms are so powerful for so many things and just really being able to enhance that energy and work with the energy of the stars is just going to help you manifest everything in your life a whole lot easier and aside from having all this incredible information about astrology it's basically like a quick start astrology guide so even if you're a total beginner. You can work with it. They also have a menstrual tracker. They have information on the retrogrades and eclipses. And they also have sections where you can plan your weekly goals, your yearly goals. So you can really use this as a manifestation tool to write down what you want to create as well as how to harness the energy of the stars to make that happen for you. So they've kindly gifted the listeners a discount, which is Kim Akrig, K-I-M-A-K-R-I-G-G. And their website is magic of I and like I for icecube.com. And so that code works for everything on their site. They also have really beautiful journals. There's stickers, there's moon trackers. So definitely go and have a look and use that code to save yourself 10% off of everything on the site. So let's get back to the show. Hello, everyone. I hope your day is going super good. Um, Today, we're talking about how do you keep the faith when you're manifesting something? So a lot of the time when we hear about manifestation, people are like, okay, well, you just have to create the vision for yourself and then trust that it's all going to work out. And you're like, um, but how do I know that it's all going to work out? And sometimes it can feel really scary to sit in that place of trusting it. Um, it can feel really challenging because you're like, well, I really want this thing and you become very attached to it looking a certain way. And I think if there's one thing that we learn from Buddhism is that like practicing non-attachment is really important for happiness. Um, and so I always think it's really important to like set goals for yourself, but you can't hold on to those goals too tightly. So what do I mean by that? Um, like there's definitely and it's kind of like an energetic feeling almost where it's like you're holding the space for trusting in the vision trusting that like the things that are supposed to come to you are what's gonna come to you but also like that combined with like you showing up you taking action you listen to your inner guidance like what do you feel like you should be doing 
as well as kind of digging into like, well, like, why do you want these things? Like, what is so important about these things? Like, why do you want what you want? So often when we set a goal for ourselves, it's because we think that achieving that thing is going to make us feel a certain way. Like a lot of the time we say like with money, for example, we're like, okay, I'm really attached to this idea of having $10,000 months. And then it's like, when you start to dig into the next level of that, it's like, okay, what do I think that $10,000 is going to give me? Do I think it's going to give me a sense of freedom? Does it, is it going to make me feel like more secure? Is it going to make me feel like I have the resources to do what I need to do? Is it going to make me feel safe? Um, these are usually the feelings that are attached with like a monetary value. And the thing is realizing that you can start to do things where you can start to feel that sense of safety right now. This is where a lot of the time it's like people think they want a certain thing, but it's not actually, you don't have to have that thing to get the feeling that you're looking for. So what I mean by this is a lot of the time when you start a business or you go on like a journey to achieve something, um, a lot of the time we want that thing because we think it's going to make us feel safe and secure. And if we've spent a lot of time in our lives not feeling safe, not feeling secure, it really doesn't matter like how many material things you have. It's still not going to give you that feeling. So a lot of the times we think that having a lot of money is going to make us feel really safe. And it's like, I have worked with people who have a lot of money and they still don't feel safe. They don't feel secure in themselves. They don't feel worthy. They don't feel like they have enough. They're always afraid to lose it. So it's really like you can start to see that money is not the thing that makes you feel safe. And if you have no money, of course, it's like easy to be like, um, Kim, what do you mean? And the thing is, is realizing that it's like you can find a sense of safety and security and it's like feeling taken care of, like as long as your basic needs are met, um, you can feel that sense of safety and security and adding more and more and more to it is not going to make you feel worthy. It's not going to make you feel that sense of safety and security. You'll probably just become afraid that you're going to lose it all. So the answer really is that you have to do the healing work within yourself. Like the most important things for humans to have is like a sense of connection, a sense of fulfillment. And of course, like when we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like, yes, you do need your basic safety taken care of. You need to have a roof over your head. You need to have like food certainty, like all of these things. But once we kind of get past that point, um, the feeling of safety is really something that you have to create in yourself through going on a healing journey. Like you have to instill in yourself a sense of self-worth. You have to heal the things in your past that make you feel like it's not safe to navigate the world. And you have to, if you experience like anxiety or something like you have to do the work to address why do you actually have that anxiety? Because getting these external things and like seeking this external validation, that's not going to give it to you. Like, so often we look for that safety and that validation through relationships, through our job, through our career, through our business, through the money that we make. And you have to realize that it's like you need to feel safe and secure within yourself first because those things are never going to give you that if you don't already feel that already. It just creates almost a bigger disconnect because you're like, even though I have all of these things, I don't feel good. What's going on? And we see this so much like with like celebrities or people who are given like absolutely everything and they still don't feel happy and fulfilled because they're 
they're trying to find that through external sources and you're never going to get it through an external source. Like no one can give you that. It's something that you have to give to yourself. So when you're trying to keep the faith, when you're manifesting something that it's going to happen for you, belief in yourself is really one of the most important things because this is something that no one can give to you. No one can take away from you, but you need to give it to yourself. You need to decide that you're going to back yourself a hundred percent, no matter what. And what this looks like is being like a good teammate to yourself, taking care of yourself, learning to be accountable to yourself, taking care of your body, speaking to yourself kindly. Like you want to be like the best partner to yourself, the best friend to yourself that you can be. Because like, if you look to other people to fulfill that role, like no one is going to be able to give you that hundred percent of the time. Like it's just not possible. So it's like, you really do need to learn to be that person for yourself. You need to learn to believe in yourself. I'm a huge proponent of like not telling people what you're working on until you've accomplished it. And the reason for this is because so much of the time, especially other people around you, like your family and your friends, if they're not expanded enough in the vision of like what's possible or they have their own limiting beliefs, like their attitude about what you do, it can really get you down, especially if you're in the beginning stages of starting something or you've created something and it's really new, or even if you're doing something and you're really successful in it, like other people can be threatened by it. And I don't mean that we need to be like super secretive and never tell anyone about what we're doing. I think it's just being intentional and like doing it with discernment. Like, especially if you have like a new dream or you like want to create something for yourself and maybe the people around you like aren't on board with that or like it threatens them that you're changing or you're different. You don't want their attitudes getting you down. So it's like you really need to be working on focusing on your self-belief and giving yourself that self-validation, speaking to yourself really kindly, like not putting yourself down. The words that we say to ourselves, they really form our self-esteem. And so it's really important to be surrounding yourself with people who also speak kindly to themselves. Like um, speaking as like a female, I think sometimes it's really easy to get into situations where like you're around other women and all of a sudden they just start like tearing themselves apart. And you're like, well, I don't want to participate that in that. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I feel insecure about this just so that everyone else around me feels better. I don't think that's like a good use of your time and it really doesn't build yourself up. But sometimes you can kind of almost feel that pressure when people around you are like just criticizing themselves. And then if you're the person being like, no, I feel really good about my body, then it kind of almost threatens them. So I think like believing yourself, being that best friend to yourself and really surrounding yourself with people who are going to lift you up and who are like on your same wavelength because the people that you surround yourself with, it's so important. The next thing is like, I feel like I'm always preaching about self accountability on the podcast, but that's because it's so important because when you tell yourself that you're going to do something and then you do it, it really creates trust in yourself and you have to just decide that you're like, I'm going to do this thing no matter what, because everything ultimately starts with the decision. It starts with you deciding that you're like, I'm going to do this. And, um, one of the important like distinctions I think is people using the word try because I think it's like a Yoda quote where he's like, do or do not, there is no try. And that's the thing, because if you tell yourself that you're trying to do something, you're just in this energy of trying. 
which is like, oh, I might do it. I might not do it. Like it gives you kind of an out. But if you're like, I am doing this thing, it really tells your mind quite clearly. And there's no space for doubt. You're like, I am going to do this. I am showing up on Instagram five days a week. Like I am going to do my podcast. I'm going to release an episode every single week. Like just declare it to yourself and be accountable to yourself. Like when you say you're going to do something, do it. And that will help you build that belief in yourself that, oh, like when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. I'm that kind of a person. The next one is really important is like listening to your inner like voice, your intuition, whatever you want to call it. Um, This is the thing is especially in this day and age on Instagram where everyone is a business coach, everyone is trying to tell you how you should do things, everyone is out there being like, I did these five things, you should do these five things too because that's what worked for me. And spoiler alert, anyone who coaches like that run very far away from them because um, a good coach will, or a good mentor will acknowledge that certain things work better for certain people and other people are different. It's like the way that school is taught. Like school is very much taught. Like you just have to sit here and listen and you have to just hear the information and you just need to learn it that way. Not everyone learns auditorily, that's not, I think that's not how you say that, but like some of us are kinesthetic learners. Some of us need to do something to learn it. Like not all of us can sit there and just hear a lecture and remember it. Like that's a very small percentage of people that learn that way. So if you have a business coach telling you like, I did it this way, you have to do it too. And there's like, if you divert from that, you're doing it wrong. Like to me, that's terrible coaching because it doesn't take into an account like how everyone is different. People have different ways of how they want to do things. They have different ways of what works for them. Um, there's definitely something to be said from like hearing what other people say and then like checking in with that inner guidance. Like, is this right for me? Like, is this kind of way of working? Is that the right way for me to work? And the more you do this, the better you're going to get at it. It definitely takes time especially if you're not um especially if you haven't really built up a big relationship with your intuition or your guidance or you've been ignoring it for a while like a really good exercise just to kind of get into listening to your body is like first i like i kind of first like tell my body i like kind of sit there take a few breaths get centered get grounded and then i'll be like okay like show me yes and just pay attention to the sensations you feel in your body and like of course everyone will experience it slightly differently but for me like a yes feels very like expansive in my body like it feels like almost like an outward kind of energy and then you just be like okay now show me no And for me, like a no in my body feels quite contractive. Like it feels like it's almost shrinking in. And so you can start to do this with different things. Like when you do it, pay attention to like, how does that feel in your body? And the important thing is when you start to discern with this is you'll be able to tell like what is actually just fear and then what is actually your intuition saying no, because your intuition is never going to sound like fear. Um, There's a knowing that something is not for you, which is different than being like, well, I know I need to do this, but I'm just afraid to do it. That's a totally different thing. And that's the amazing thing about like when you do the inner work and when you go on this healing journey, you actually develop such a stronger connection to yourself and your guidance because you're able to sort of like 
tell those feelings inside of yourself a whole lot better. A lot of us, um, we really disconnect from our bodies because we don't, we're scared to feel like we'll kind of shut it down. We'll numb ourselves. We'll make ourselves really busy. We'll distract ourselves. And that really cuts you off from properly hearing your intuition. Um, so that's why it's so important to do like those grounding practices, like take a bit of time every day to meditate and check in with yourself, do some journaling, see what's going on in your inner world. And then when you, the more you form a connection with it, the easier it is to be able to tell like, oh, I should be doing this or I shouldn't be doing this. The next thing that's really important for keeping the faith is just really learning to enjoy the journey. I am very guilty of this. Like I'm the kind of person who like sets a goal, works really hard. Once I get to the goal, I'm like off onto the next thing already, like always counting like four steps ahead. And I sometimes really struggle to be in the present moment. Like I really struggle to be like, okay, like I'm working on this thing right now and that's okay if it takes some time, like just have to figure out a way to enjoy the process. Because if you don't enjoy the process, um on the way to going where you're going you're probably not going to enjoy the final outcome because the reality is is like when you achieve something the excitement you get from that achievement is actually so short-lived like you're probably excited for like a day maybe two days if it's something really big and then you generally go back to your baseline level of happiness and there's actually been research done that shows us this like even when you have like those peak experiences generally afterwards everyone just goes back to their baseline level of happiness whatever that was before so that's why it's so important to learn how to enjoy the journey, to enjoy the present moment of like on the path towards where you're going and not attach your happiness to the outcome. Because if you're like, I'm only gonna be happy when I'm making this much money or this thing. And the thing is, it's kind of like a very small snapshot. It's like we have this idea in our head and it's like a snapshot of the thing that we've achieved. But it's like realizing you're not going to feel that way every single day, even when you have that thing. Like there's always going to be new things that pop up along the way. So the goal really is to become as happy as you possibly can in the current moment while you're working towards what you want to. And then you'll feel fulfilled as you're going through your life. And that's one of the things that like studying psychology at university has really taught me because it is such a long process. Like you have to do your bachelor's, which lasts four years, and then you have to do a master's, which is another two years. So it's six years of study full time. So if you're just attaching your happiness to the day that you get that second degree and you write the exam to be a psychologist and you're not gonna feel happy until then, you're committing to being unhappy for six years? Like, that's a long chunk of your life. So that's why it's so important that you really need to learn to enjoy the process and enjoy the journey of where you're going. And like, thankfully I do enjoy studying. Um, so it's I'm okay with it, um, but it's just, with anything in life, you have to learn to enjoy the journey because ultimately the destination is so short-lived. Um, the last thing I really wanted to touch on is trusting that you don't need to know the whole steps for how you wanna do something to achieve something. Because the thing is, is I find that in life, no matter how much I plan or how much I strategize or how much I'm like, I'm gonna do this on this timeline, I would say it never fully goes to plan. 
very rarely has it ever just like followed exactly things don't pan out the way you think they're going to pan out because that's just life like sometimes something else comes up or you get another idea or you decide you're going to do something else so it's kind of just trusting that if you're making decisions from your life from a place of like decisions that are in alignment with your values and you're doing things that are lighting you up and you're feeling fulfilled and you're living like authentically as yourself you kind of have to trust that you're going to make the right decisions as you go through life and even the word the right decision i don't really like that because it sort of implies this duality of like right and wrong like if you make the wrong decision somehow you're going to be punished for it which i don't necessarily is tr think is true and it puts a lot of undue pressure on you to make like the quote unquote right decision there's no right decision there's just decisions that you can make and at any point in time you can decide to do this or you can decide to do that and how you make those decisions is going to come down to like how self-aware you are how much belief you have in yourself and everything that i've been really been talking about up until this point but the thing is is knowing that like you don't need to know the whole pathway you just need to know the next step and if you just keep following like the breadcrumbs of like okay i'm gonna do this okay now i'm feeling called to do this and like following it and trusting that you're going to end up where you're going. And I'm not just saying we're kind of like getting in the car and just like driving nowhere. Of course, we have an intention. We have a goal of where we're aiming to get to. But it's also just knowing that like you don't need to know every single step of the way of what's going to happen to you in like two years or three years or even like a year from now because we have to be open to trusting that like things are going to come up and in the moment we'll know how to decide it. Um, because ultimately, when you think that you need to know the whole pathway and you like don't want to get started unless you know that, um, often it's due to fear. <laughs> it's due to you being afraid that you're not going to get something that you want or things aren't going to work out. So you need to control the situation. And decisions made from fear are rarely ever good decisions. So trusting that like you don't need to know the whole path of how it's going to all pan out until the day you die. Nobody knows that. It's just trusting that like as long as you follow your intuition and your guidance and you're going to be led to where you need to go and it's ultimately all gonna work out for you which is like the biggest part like that's the biggest it's like the biggest and sometimes the most challenging part of manifesting is trusting that like it does all work out but I think even if you can look back at your life like you can kind of be like okay well I can either choose to see it as like everything was happening for me and how can I take these experiences and make them even better or like you can have a victim mindset and be like everything is happening to me this is shit like my parents did this wrong by me like so on and so forth and like basically in psychology they call it like your locus of control like you either have an internal locus of control where you believe that like you create your destiny which leads to like higher self-esteem more positive outcomes like generally you're more optimistic and you're happier in life or you have like an external locus of control which is like you're just believing things are happening to you and it's interesting because there's actually like correlation between crime and having an external locus of control like it's where like you're really kind of playing the victim and being like well everything's shit for me already so i'm just gonna do this that or the other thing um so you really have that choice in every moment to be like okay like i'm in charge of my life and my destiny and like i get to make the choices or like life just happens to me and i'm just a passenger and i have no control ultimately so 
Yes, that's kind of where it brings us to. Um, so just to recap quickly, the most important things for when you're trying to keep the faith, when you're manifesting that everything's going to work out the way that you want it to, um, number one is just belief in yourself, having like a high level of self-worth and just believing that like you can accomplish what you're setting out to do. The next one is deciding that you're just going to do the thing no matter what, like even when it's hard, even when it's challenging, even if other people think you're crazy, just deciding you're going to figure out a way to make it happen and like holding yourself to that. Um, the third is really tuning into that intuition, listening to your inner voice, following that guidance. Like when you get like those intuitive messages, follow them and just see what happens. Um, the next one is really learning to enjoy the journey and the space between like where you think you're, you are and where you're going because ultimately it's all a journey and the peaks are like only exciting for a brief second. So you really have to learn to enjoy the path to where you are going. And then the last one is just really trusting that you don't need to know every single step of the way. You just need to know the next thing that you're feeling called to do and trusting that like if you do all of the above and you keep showing up in a way that's like accountable and true and authentic to yourself, like things are going to work out and ultimately it's going to be probably better than you could have planned. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. As always, if it was impactful for you in any way, please reach out. Send me a message on Instagram. I'm at kim.acrig. And oh, the other thing I was going to mention is the books are open now. So I am taking clients until February. That was the last thing that I wanted to say. And also if like there's been something that you're listening to in this episode and you're like, Kim, I really struggle with believing in myself or I really struggle with believing I'm worthy of accomplishing what I want to. These are things that we can definitely work on with hypnotherapy. We can get to the root cause of like, where do these beliefs come from? We can pull them out and we can rewire them so that you can believe and trust in yourself to be able to show up and do the things that you need to do. And it'll be so much easier for you because we're doing it on a subconscious level. So you get to see those ships happen really quickly and permanently. So if you are wanting to sign up for a session, there is a link in the show notes as well. And of course, if you have any questions, send me an email, send me a DM. And yeah, that's it for this week. I will talk to you soon.